welcome, welcome. Well, we've already done a Chainsaw Man manga episode. It's about time we start talking about that show we've all been watching, obviously. Now, we were going to do just talking about the show in general up to the point which has already aired, but then we realized when we do a part two, it's only going to be three episodes extra. So we're going to go ahead and actually reel it back. We're not going to go as far in as the show currently is, so our apologies on that, but it'll be worth it later when part two comes out, I promise. Gives us a little bit more to talk about that way. Uh, in the case of this, episodes one through six going to be talked about today. Our thoughts on it. Uh, how slapping the show may or may not be. I think you guys already know the answer to that. And, uh, you know, what's been going on with us? Let's get right on into it. Welcome back to the I Married a Wee podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast that last week decided to get down with the sickness and uh, unfortunately missed a week. Sorry about that, but thank you for joining us for yet another episode. Hey, are you new here? By golly, thank you for letting this be your first episode. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, definitely hit us up on the Instagram. I married a wee pod on Instagram, a link tree through there, not to find our only fans like 95% of the other Instagram accounts, but to find our, our uh, discord. I almost said LinkedIn. We don't have a LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, but join us on the Discord. Paul for waifus. Talk about currently airing shows and become friends um, with random strangers on the internet like we all like to do. That being said, if you're not new here, holy. Just what on earth do we do to keep you coming back? We appreciate it. And boy, I gotta say, you're looking pretty good today. Uh, voice is a little little actually kind of a little bit more sultry today thanks to the sickness still slowly slowly getting over it but we're doing all right danielle how you feeling i'm feeling better than i did last time we were doing a podcast no kidding and then yes spread it to me there's evidence <laughs> on the podcast um yeah and uh i forgot to mention in the new section psh, what am i new here um i'm tom and then as i just said there's uh danielle over there hi danielle hey uh, yeah, what a week, what a week. Our little baby being sick, not fun. No, a little scary. This is her first proper being sick, and boy, how she didn't sound like she could breathe. It was a little... I mean, she's been proper sick with fevers, but this was, like, probably the most scary. Well, poor thing doesn't know how to cough yet. It's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho, uh, we'll bore you with some personal stuff throughout this episode, obviously, as we <laughs> usually do. <laughs> um, uh, that being said, you know... Slowly coming to a close. We're almost to the end of uh, this year, fall 2022. And a lot of good shows wrapping up. You know, Blue Lock's been phenomenal. Definitely. The art style is so good. It's got that Fire Force. Well, not that Fire Force invented it, but I really love in the shadows when you have that nice hatching. Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. The use of eyes. Mm -hmm. We love anime eyes around here, obviously, too. Um, I am a stickler, though. Oh, For the um, CG. And the CG in Blue Lock is not always the best. No, when they're running, sometimes it looks like when a When it's like sim. the overhead, like aerial, when they're trying to cut <laughs> some corners, it's like, just animate it, please. I... It properly, would you? Uh, yeah, no, it looks a bit like a retro uh, game. Yeah. It, it's a little crazy. But you know what? We, we forgive it for the actual legendary moments of the sick kicks and things mm -hmm. like that. Hey, are you guys watching FIFA? Me either. 
Uh, but now we are. But now we might, <laughs> thanks to Blue Lock. Um, absolutely phenomenal show there. We're a little bit behind on I'm a Villainous and I got to tame the final boss. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're a couple episodes behind, um, which is good because I actually like waiting for so I can binge like two at a time or I think now it'll be maybe three at a time. I think we're three behind, but oh, it'll um, be nice. Mob Psycho throwing out oh, some heater episodes this my season. Gosh, what what a good show! Right. In emphasis on you know, good in a non spoilery <laughs> way on good, but uh, non spoilery way. We finally are getting to see the psycho portion of the title of this show, and it's been it's been a joy. It's. I think I think Mob Psycho has been. Ooh, I don't want to like contradict myself. I was going to say I wonder if that has been my most enjoyable show. I think I've gotten the most range of feels watching Mob Psycho. This season's just so you know maybe not so diverse, but it's definitely a diverse feeling change from the rest of the show, and that's where, as we've said in the past, that's where a show gets into my nitty gritty. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a different season for a different time, when it, whatever mood you're feeling and definitely exploring some interesting stuff. There was, in fact, though, one episode that was drawn by, <laughs> I think, me. You guys will do it. It was absolute dog shit. It was a Gurren Lagan moment um, where just out of nowhere, one episode was drawn by college students is my guess. I don't remember which one it was exactly. It's when they go now. up onto the mountain. Yeah. And um, that was definitely not the not the prize of the season. But other than that, the show has been spectacular and is just a, a master class in good anime. I got to give it up to the the homie uh, one for creating both One Punch Man in this One Punch Man getting a season three. So now we are officially going to have to watch season two, Danielle. Yeah, yeah. I know people didn't like it, but. You know, we did what we had to do with uh, Sword Art Online, Gun Gale, season two, you know, the season two Gun Gale thing. So we'll just, t- we'll do what we have to do. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, anywho, that being said. Sorry, I was trying to look to see what, so it was episode eight. That sounds about right. Something like that. When they go up to the mountain, when, trust me, you Not guys will good. know. I'm definitely saying watch that show, but you will know when that episode hits and then you can chuckle and go, yeah, what the fuck is this, huh? There was another show we were watching that did that, too. God, what was that? Hey, sometimes, you know, sometimes people just drop the ball. Maybe when the books are getting cooked and they think they got more time and they're like, shit, actually send this over to that one studio that always does things in a 24 hour turnaround. And then that's what what you get. uh, yeah. And you know, it, it, yeah, great. And what I will say, and what's got me really excited, sorry, a little bit of last recap as far as this current season's going for, uh, our watchability. I'm very excited to get into my hero academia. I'm hearing nothing but good stuff and coming off of last season, as we always say, I am beyond stoked for that. So going to be gearing up to start watching that soon. I would like that. And I like that it's going to be finished soon and then we can just binge it. That's it. And Spy Family, I hear, has also got some, there's been a, a moment that, I, I okay, on our Discord, we discuss current shows. Uh, love everyone in there. 
So if you, if you're someone in currently in the discord, Hey, what up homie? Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, discussing and you know, they put up the spoiler blocks so that no one's spoiling. It's gotta tell you, we have the nicest discord around and I'm not just saying that I've had multiple of them who have gone into other discords um, cheated on us. In other words, I'm just kidding. We didn't know him at the time. It's a joke. Relax. Um, they've gone in there and they've actually said, cause as we're polling for waifus in other discords, things get a little heated, get a little crazy. People are grabbing waifus and divorcing them right in front of the person that had it on their wish. Listen to We are so, and what's been coined as just very Canadian, you know, it's that holding the door way too long kind of situation. But when someone's waifu is pulled and they go, oh my God, I missed it. People will give up their claims for that hour uh, and grab it for you. They'll just give it to you. They don't even accept payment, but then the other person goes, no, seriously. And they'll pay them anyways. It's just been a masterclass in absolute sweetie pie energy. Sweetie pie. I love it. Um, very much a fan of it. And it's, it's been a blast. So if you guys are, have been a, a listener for a bit, seriously, join in. It's great. We got the, Great news today of one of our homies in there. Kay has actually, I'm going to, hey, listen, I'm going to plug this show as much as I can and I'm going to use this as a segue. Thank you, Kay. Uh, she has begun her Yu Yu Haku show. And journey. another um, member of our Discord, his wife has started watching Yu Yu Haku oh, show too. That's right. Shout out J.E. Styles. Boom, baby. Mrs. J.E. Styles. Mrs. J.E. <laughs> has started Yu Yu as well. Um, so this is. It's do or die at this point. We hope you guys like it, but it's very exciting to to hear of people getting to enjoy. Now, this is where I won't hold it against them because we have had this discussion before. Absolutely. Do we have rose-colored glasses where we are 90s babies? No. We love 90s shows. It has a grit to it. I think the aesthetic is hit or miss. We've known someone, <clears throat> Michael, who doesn't <laughs> like that grit, but I think there's something to the storytelling of it all. I think so the story overtakes you, the aesthetic. We certainly have a bias and a nostalgia, mm-hmm. but Yu Yu Hakusho is, as far as people who, you know, from who, who've been watching anime for a while, I think there's a lot of understanding in that it is quite good. Uh, it's timeless. It's a tale that luckily the only things that are going to show that it's 90s anime are its aesthetic and the use of phones in it is hysterical sometimes. <laughs> I think the cell phones are like ri- do they even have cell phones? Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, moral of the story is we won't keep you here. Moral of the story is very excited. Anytime we can get someone to watch Yu Yu show. So definitely looking forward to hear what they say about that. Um, your brother is also borrowing our season one. That's and true. And we forced him to. It's the, Listen, it's the year of the Yu Yu. It's time <laughs> to commit. If you haven't seen it, just make it happen. You will not regret it. Uh, yes. So. The other show, Spy Family, I've heard, uh, as we were kind of mentioning, and this is a non-spoiler, we went into the whole Discord thing and I got off topic, as Mm. I do, if you can believe it. (laughs) Uh, Someone was mentioning that there was just a scene with, I guess Yor is getting some screen time, which I thought she didn't get as much as she needs. And I'm hearing that she's starting to get some screen time, which is freaking lovely. I've heard there's a a Shiro character has has shown (gasps) up as well. Big fan of that. Shiro has entered the ring. Mm, and, 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 And we love it. Now, a good thing about today's episode and talking about uh, Chainsaw Man here is, one, you guys are up to, up to snuff. You guys are watching it, too. Everyone is. Uh, but also because we, this is the first time we've gotten to, to actually have a manga 
uh, read of it before it actually happened. And I got to tell you, it lends to some credibility and the continued efforts um, of the studio behind this one, because my God, have they earned the reputation exactly how they needed to because pretty, pretty darn uh, truthful mm-hmm. in the source material. And we will get into that. The last section before we fully do, I know what is this? The, the movie trailers before the fucking movie. I don't even know what I'm seeing anymore. We've been here for three hours and it's still trailers. <laughs> Speaking of movie theaters, Tom's on a Segway fucking rip right now. <laughs> Uh, guys, Demon Slayer is coming back to theaters in February. Awesome for one. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a little different. So it's not a movie. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be playing episodes 10 and 11 from the previous arc, um, the, uh, entertainment district arc. And it is to have a, a, a momentous event for what is the next, uh, the, the start of the next season, which is the swordsmith village arc don't know if i'm mixing things up but i think i've heard great things about this season we are getting pink hair girl a little bit more of pink hair with the girl braids with the braids mm-hmm. in this one and couldn't be more excited so what they're going to be doing is episode one is going to be an hour-long episode so they are going to be showing those two episodes and then episode one of the next season so it'll be about you know two hour kind of venture to go to the theater and be with those around you we had some good luck with Mugen Train and the people that were in there. Mm-hmm. Very normal people. Tom, you can't say normal. That means that some anime watchers aren't. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. I'll stand by that shit 24 <laughs> seven. Some of, and I'm not going to say you guys, cause anyone listening to this podcast is a class act, uh, but you know, this type of person. Oh my God. They shouldn't, they shouldn't, but they do. There's just a certain decorum. I'm spending $20 a person to go to the movies. I don't want to hear the other people around me. Can you just... Yeah, just shut the fuck up is what (laughs) Danielle meant to say in a very nice way, though. The only thing I will accept is when the credits are rolling and we have a nice clap. Oh, my gosh. That's the only thing that I'll accept. Heck, I'll even turn and hug random strangers if it was a momentous movie. (laughs) I'll cry with you. Um, And sorry, the F-bombs are coming out like crazy. I'm I'm hyped, energized. I don't know what it is. Chainsaw Man. Well, hanging out with the homies today, too. Oh, that's Which too. we'll get into that later, or I'll Not probably right forget. Not right now, please. We need to start We talking. are done, so let's finish the news. <laughs> Anyways, Mugen Train, gear up. At, not Mugen, Mugen Train. Train? Oh, my gosh, They Tom. mentioned it in this article. I read the words. Mm. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so gear up for that, and that Do you know what the dope. movie's supposed to be called? No, there is no movie. It's the first episode of... It doesn't have a, okay, sorry, not the movie. What is this like? The event people are is looking. just, it's basically just called the Demon Slayers Swordsmith Village Arc World Tour is kind of what they're oh, doing. okay. So, just so people have some searchability if searchability, they want to see definitely, I mean, tickets. I don't know. Your, your, your other um, closet weeb friend has sent you this, so I know I'm not really giving you anything, <laughs> but... Um, Oh, so it looks like United States and Canada, we're looking at March 3rd. So sorry about the February. It's February in Japan, Mm. um, including 41 IMAX screens. Nice. United States, March 3rd in over 1,700 theaters in both English subtitles and dub versions. I swear if I got to drive an hour to go see it, not going to be happy. (laughs) No, I think this one will be at the one right by our house. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Wasn't um, Mugen Train 
by her house? Yes. What did we know? We saw the Jujutsu Kaisen movie With by her house. All the homies. Yeah. That was a great night. And Jujutsu Zero was a phenomenal. That was a good movie. Uh, phenomenal. With experience a great the looking demon in it. Yeah. Or curse, I should say. Curse, exactly. We've also now had it revealed to everyone, well, and everyone in this house. I, I mean, me, not you. I think you're a little <laughs> bit less um, into this, but Nier Automata has given us another visual highlight or teaser showing A2. So we are, you know, I don't know if this is a one season thing or what it is, but we have now seen that A2 will be in the show. Lending to the fact that this might be a one and done thing. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, that's that in a bag of chips. I'm still so interested to see how they tell that story. Right. Uh, is it going to be like the game story or? Or, you yeah, know, I don't know. Who knows? And I got to tell you, A1 pictures being behind it just means that it's going to be looking good. Uh, something off the cuff, though. I didn't even know there was a season two. Um, a lot of people hardly knowing there's a season one. But uh, we've got a third <laughs> season announced for the show. And, the, and I quote, I want you. To show me your panties with a disgusted face. Oh, I've heard of that. Isn't that the one where they're joking and it's all like lewd jokes? No, this is the one where it's literally, I believe, short episodes of it's kind of a first person thing where it is a girl and the viewer is kind of the person talking to them. And the the end all be all from this episode is they end up kind of showing their panties and they look at the character in a disgusted look. Um, You know, highway to hell. I didn't know that that... (laughs) song was so apt for kind of the way this world is going i guess that's a fetish someone wants to oh sure sure but hey as we always say there's some weird stuff out there so of course that's a fetish but anyways the comments in that one were too funny because someone had said i didn't know it got a season two Uh someone said i didn't know it got a season one to someone said (laughs) i didn't know there was such an anime and then it devolves down to i didn't even dot 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 and then someone just says i Oh, the there sentence we go. completely evaporated through an entire chain, and that is basically the brain cells on Reddit. Uh, now, guys, after as long as a, I, we probably <laughs> lost some of you, or maybe you're skipping ahead. That's the sound of skipping. Um, let's talk Chainsaw Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, episodes one to six. Episodes one we're... through six. Um, spoilers inbound, but. At the same time as you can't really spoil if it's not the newest episode, but some people might want to binge. So guys, if it is you're waiting into binge mode, do us the favor. Just pause now. Watch one through six tonight. Um, just eat a bowl of cereal for dinner. Skip the cooking. Just let's let's get through these episodes. You won't regret it. Um, and then just join us for the rest of this podcast. All right. Everyone on the same page? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Now. Uh, episode one had us worried. We've, we said that in a previous episode. And it's not just us. Hey, confirmed by Giguk or and, Gig UK, whatever you want to call it. And if anyone is an expert, quote unquote, in our field, I would say it's Giguk. That's so. it. Could you imagine knowing him? Guys, we need this podcast to be popular so that we can be <laughs> friends with a guy we don't know. Thoughts? <laughs> the goals, huh? Uh, Episode one, just basically the CGI from the first kind of reveal of Chainsaw Man left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. What can be then said is that Mappa said, gotcha, bitch, <laughs> we're about to elevate. Every single episode on top of the next has been improving. Every time I'm thinking, wow, that was a great episode. Now they'll probably chill out for next week's psych. No, we are ramping up. 
and the scenes from the manga that are like the the beautiful use of page turn and the solid scenes that have the most detail and just make you want to sit there and stare at it are being given that love in this show. Impressive. Uh, Not only is that impressive, the quality of, you know, some of the fight scenes and the choreography and things of that from the animators, bless their hearts. But every episode we get an original, I don't know if they're original, don't quote me on that, but we are getting a new song and a new visual at the end of every single episode that kind of is a beautiful love letter to the entire episode that you just watched. Mm-hmm. It's just been, it's been great. That's a lot of work to not only have someone animate the actual 25 minute show, but then a, I don't know how long an outro is, maybe a minute minute 20 i don't know yeah, depending on the song or something sure um and they've all been pretty good i know there's one that you have liked the most um i can't remember which episode it was it was one of the first well obviously we're only talking to six but i want to say it was maybe episode four was the outro that you liked oh no i think it was maybe five because they start to get in the hotel I think it was that one. They like have all the staircases and stuff. I think it was that. Well, it's been something that's been really interesting too, because the day that the episode airs, I'll be like, man, I love that song. And I know darn well, because um, someone has taken it upon themselves to make a public playlist on Spotify called Chainsaw Man OP and EDs. Oh. Which the day after they will have it on the list in order. Oh, wow. So I didn't know it's that. it's been great. And we're talking, I mean, we've got some very familiar people doing these end credits. So it's definitely starting to feel like more of an experience. I feel Spiky like, seeds? Oh, <laughs> I know. You know what? I, I truly wish um, that was in it. What's that band name that does spiky seeds? Why am I blanking? Uh, uh, something Pillows? I don't know. I was hoping you would know. Their song is called Spiky Seeds, so that's why I brought it up. The pillows, okay. Oh, the pillows, okay. I I knew. I just was very uh, not confident, guys. (laughs) Confidence is key here. If I just confidently said pillow, uh, we would have been good. But anyways, uh, lovely outros. Some of the art styles, just fantastic. There was one uh, which the artist on Spotify, again, and I don't, it's TK, and he must be in another band. TK from Ling to Sight Sigur, Sig, Sigur, Sigur, can't read it, but anyway, he's done uh, the song Unravel, which has 237 million listens, and I forget what anime it was from. Guys, I know, my credibility out the window, don't really care. Uh, but he came back, and now he did the outro for this, and blah, 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 blah. So it, uh, even if you haven't watched the show and you want to listen to some cool songs, check that out. Uh, on Spotify or wherever. Speaking of Spotify, if you guys haven't, listen, this is the call. It's time to it's time to rate us on Spotify if you haven't. And if you have, I'm sorry, you gotta listen to this all the time, but we gotta shill. We gotta shill a little bit. Uh if you're on Apple Podcasts, do the same. You know, just say, uh if you if you're not a writer and and you feel like, well, I'm not gonna leave a rating without actually writing something, just say, hey, this is a pretty darn good podcast. Uh if you believe that, of course. Yeah, don't don't lie. Don't lie to us. We're friends. I think at this point we can call ourselves eh, 
Hey, yeah, we're friends. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yes. So a lot of impressive things going for the show. I want to keep talking about the intros really quick or the outro, intro outro. Let's now, talk about what do you, you enjoy the intro? I very much enjoy the intro. Song and the visuals? Visuals, yes. As we said, it was very much a super shared thing. So I, again, I think MAP also has the marketing for their shows down perfectly. By creating this intro or, you know, whoever whoever they had, uh, we had talked about who had done the intro, but to have all of these movie references and stuff, obviously it's going to be shared. A lot of, if there's people who love to talk, it's film buffs, okay? That's why we don't claim to be buffs. You know, we like to talk about shows, but man, if there's people who love to talk. So it was beautiful. It got shared everywhere. All the movie references, it was great. Um, you could judge your friends on the ones they didn't know. I so, didn't know you, any of crazy? them. Yeah, I mean, they were, you know, not really subtle, but some of them were. But uh, that was great. And I think the song is phenomenal. I love the ending with the hand gesture because at episode one, we didn't know what that meant. But now you see what it means when Aki is doing that with his hand. The little dance that they do. The meme of the future demon or what. Sorry, people, you guys don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm a manga <laughs> reader. The, uh, what's known as the future demon is doing this uh dance with the hypnotic colors very odd i know you weren't the biggest fan of the song no or the visuals really oh okay well you know two each I th- yeah i think i don't know i don't like being a debbie downer it just doesn't want like it just wasn't something that really draws my That's attention fine. don't worry about it and i'm not like a movie buff i have i think we talked about or watched a video of all the different references of other movies that they've pulled from. And I think the only one is the, uh, oh my God, what's it called? The Tarantino one. Oh, Reservoir? No. The other one in the. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp yeah, what Fiction. Am I talking about yeah there Reservoir we go. Why did I just um, say that? Which I have seen that movie a couple times and I didn't even get the reference when I first watched it. So mm. maybe I'm just oblivious. But um, no, I just thought it was okay. I definitely find more enjoyment <clears throat> seeing if I like the different outros versus mm. the intro but sure. that's just me i just was curious to see what you know absolutely uh and unfortunately they're not episodes we're going to be talking about today but seven's outro oh. was so gorgeous the one with the tv mm-hmm. that one was lovely eight was phenomenal and i loved the song uh, first death from that tk homie uh and then nines was just great too again just taking the essence from that episode and and just handling it mm-hmm uh, yeah, and then the EDs, as we said, check them out. Do you like them? Cool. Let us know. Uh, definitely rated R. They've not held back, which is awesome. And I don't know. Anime, I think there's a lot of creative ways to get around that. Obviously, Dragon Ball Z, their violence, there's no, well, there's a little bit of blood sometimes from the cheek or whatever, or if, like, you, you know, they hit Piccolo and then suddenly fucking... Rip his arm off. Purple jellies ripping and <laughs> falling out of him or whatever. Um, but this, and uh, again, part two is going to be a lot more. The show, part one of the, or not part one, season. Oh, Tom, please, <laughs> dude, please hold, keep it together. Guys, apologize. Apologize. Oh my God, I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> Anyways, we're not going to stick on it. So the episodes one through six that we're talking about, 
great ramping up in quality, but I really think hitting the stride is the second half. So I'm very excited and we'll, we will be releasing that episode the week after that that airs. I think it should be end of December, early January. I think I it might wanna... be the first like weekend of January. Cause I think, I think the episode airs like December if they don't take a break for Christmas granted. Um, it, I think it's the 27th, I think, which is a Tuesday that the last episode airs. So we would be that following Sunday. Perfect. 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 Uh, good. So that you guys have our word. We'll be talking about it then that we can all, you know, dish. I'm, I'm definitely, the pacing is both quick, but also we are only in the state of this episode for one through six that gets to the first quarter of volume three of the manga. So Pretty on par with the huge. I still can't believe that episode one to six is only up to, would you say the beginning of three? Yeah. I can't believe that it's just that yeah, short. Yeah, chapter 28 where, where that is. So oh, as much as there's so much cool shit for this show to uh, dish out, I think we are going to have to wait for season two for a lot of the particular moments that. Well, if there's 11 issues out now. Yes. And we're only, let's say they only get, okay, maybe they could get up to six. It depends how the people handle the show. There's a lot of times that, well, this does this uh, pacing. Maybe there is some parts in the manga that they decide, you know what, just throw that out. This is a pretty dense pack. I think everything that does happen in this manga is relatively important to what's going on but yeah I don't really remember reading it like oh we didn't really need that I would say there wasn't maybe enough detail in some areas do you know what I mean sure 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 um so yeah that's definitely going to be interesting to see how they where they end and if we feel like it's going to be enough for the rest to fit in a season two yeah yeah absolutely uh but uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what we enjoy thus far from episodes one through six and kind of the moments that uh, that struck us. Am I right? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of this being our initial character building, obviously, uh, done in a way that's still given us a bit of action. The coolest thing about this show, and I think why it's so popular, is it's just such a interesting anti-hero feeling. It's very Deadpool-esque. Our main character is a delinquent. Um, not that he means to be, he's just, he lives in squalor and, um, had a rough life Has had a rough life and finally is now getting to a situation where he's making something for his own, even though he's kind of also being taken hostage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, help me or you're dead kind of situation, obviously. And the goals in it is what's the most charming thing. It's what everyone does talk about at some point, but. Like the fact that he's got a goal, he ends up getting said goal. And unfortunately not within these episodes. So it's another thing we're going to talk about. But I, I just realized so much stuff is going to be talked about in more so the part two. But in this case, his, his I want to touch some tatas. Who knew that it could in fact lead, lead us to this hero. I mean, he, he is, he's fighting with the pure intention of uh, apparently a middle schooler. And it's kind of funny. I mean, not only that, I know when he meets Aki, 
And Aki's kind of annoyed that he feels Denji doesn't have enough. Um, uh, what's the word? Like he's not driven enough to be like fighting for the right cause. Yeah, he feels like he's playing games. Exactly. And Denji's like, I'm not giving up this life that I have. He can eat three meals a day where before he was barely eating. He can sleep in a bed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, because he has had such a rough uh, life before this, like, I'm sure he feels like king of the world. Oh, yeah. Being able to eat and be around um, Makima and unfortunately all these other people, but um, they actually kind of grow to care about him somewhat but um well and just what a beautiful scene between Aki who's clearly been a hard ass from moment one in the show um we're starting to get more information obviously as the show goes but that that uh fight in the alley it it, it staples what is the humor of this show this show's not afraid to have someone get kicked in the nuts and you're gonna laugh at it it's funny it's like it's like a fart or poop jokes the shit slaps, okay? The moment that you stop laughing at that stuff, you know, maybe uh, maybe your humor has just gotten a little too, <laughs> you know, a little too uh, fancy. Uh, so that's something I've always loved, and I like that they're able to get past their animosity, or Aki is able to start giving in and, and enjoying Denji a little quicker than he, of course, physically leads on. Uh, but he's a great figure in both the manga and the show now of taking care of Denji. I mean, he does care, obviously. And I mean, being around Denji in power, the, he has been, Aki has essentially been, he's a saint. He's a prisoner. <laughs> he's a saint prisoner in his own home. And it's phenomenal. Aki is my favorite character of the whole manga reading through. I can agree with that. I absolutely adore him. I love his little top ponytail. Well, and what a, what a cool, you know, in the context of all the powers and things of that nature, not power. It's very cool to have something where he's got the fox demon, which the hand motion, I mean, it's Very like, Jujutsu Kaisen. Absolutely. It's like going to an NIU game. Let's go Huskies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that crazy? It's just the, it's the Huskies thing. So, you know, everyone at, uh. NIU is now like Chainsaw Man. No uh, one at NIU is watching Chainsaw Man. Sure, are sure they me? are. <laughs> Listen, anime baby, you know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> it's like um, me growing up in Wakanda and then uh, Black Panther came out. Wakanda forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's just, it's just. Uh, it's I live just, here. Uh, it's real. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Ford F-150s up here. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, Aki's got that power with the uh, hesitance. It's one thing to have power and not be able to use it. His sword is very powerful and that the contract behind it is. But as we've heard through, uh, you know, through, through the telling is that he's going to have to give up some of his life. So, you know, it's, it's a nice vulnerability to be given to a character that could theoretically be really fucking powerful. Um, power initially when showing up and it rings true, even in the show, obviously is that she's annoying as shit to begin with, but you'll grow to love her. And, mm -hmm. and, 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 and that's a promise. Cause I, I truly didn't want to like her as much as I do by the 
end of where we've gotten to in the manga, but um, it's great. And I get why people cosplay her. She's, she's out of her mind. <laughs> uh, and, and we like it. Her motive's a little bit different, and it's kind of a... The, the, the show setting it up where, you know, well, the show and manga, but again, you guys get it. What we're going to be talking about is obviously what's in the show, but this setup of just like fiends are awful, fiends are awful. And it's just nice that, um, well, she is awful, you know, setting up Denji at the beginning with the bat demon and all that stuff. It, it was set up so that she could save her cat. So she is clearly a little bit softer and there's something going on in that little brain there. I mean, she wants a Nobel prize from what I know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I, what, who, who is the, why am I blanking on the name of eyepatch chick? Um, Himino? Himino, yes. Okay, thank you for the love. Which, did you, did we realize that she is the, the voice actress of her as Killua? It sounded I like it, but I don't know if we confirmed, confirmed. Okay, I didn't know if when we talked about the show in the past, if we knew that, because I was on Mal, and I was just looking at everyone's pictures of the voice actors, and I was like, I know this girl, and I look up, and sure shit, it's Killua, which, not to deviate too much, but we were watching, I never say the name right, Kakaguri. And um, just going back for the old time's sake, just yeah. take it, taking a couple uh, episodes. Man, so, so good. good. The, so good. The crazy fucking psycho in that show is also Killua's uh, voice actor. Yes, uh, Midari Ikishima. And it was so nice to realize when we were listening to it, I was like, I know Jabami, the main girl. I was like, oh my gosh, that's um, your. From Spy Family, that was kind of funny to yep, like yep. hear that, and it's like, oh, that that is her. Like you could just picture, um, but yeah, what a good show! If you haven't watched that, that is very interesting. And we also have a, once you do watch it, we have an episode talking about it. That's true, it. and uh, there's a movie we need to watch. A movie? Didn't you say there's a movie? No, there's a there's a new there's a Kakugurui Twin. Like it's a spinoff. Oh, shit. It's a, it's a, there's got episodes. Oh. So, yeah, Kilawa, it is, in fact, Kilawa, obviously. Mm -hmm. It is, in fact, the cycle from Kakagurui, and it is also Reg from Maiden Abyss. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it. She, the voice actress. <laughs> holy shit. Um, her blood type is A. Her birthplace is Kanagawa. Mal, stop it. <laughs> her height is 152 centimeters. Enough. Oh, my god. Absolutely gosh. ridiculous. I can't believe that that's just public. The world is so weird. Um, and then the... The really bizarre kind of side note is the fact that she also voices Ren Goku. I know I saw uh, yeah. that. So odd. Uh, but you know what? The range is what we uh, what we like. Mm -hmm. Ray from Promise Neverland. All right. I never made that connection. I think we knew that when we talked about Prom Promise Neverland, I know we've talked about it. You know us. We do a little bit of repeating around here, my right boys mm -hmm. and ladies and ladies. Take it <laughs> easy. I was going to say you. Give me a second. Uh, yeah. No. So. Very cool there. And uh, what was I going to say? Makima's voice. I mean, the voice acting is great, obviously, in the show. Something we're very happy with. Mm -hmm. uh, and. People's demeanors match up very, like how I envisioned it in my head when I was 
reading it, mm-hmm. they picked great re- the voice actors inflection in the voice matches exactly what I was thinking. Well, and I couldn't be remembering wrong, but I'm almost positive when the trailer came out and voices were happening, people were like upset with it. And it's like, what are you guys talking about? It's mm-hmm. all lovely. Yeah, very good. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you had a favorite part from... Episodes one through six, mm-hmm. which we'll just from now on, because I'm sick of saying one through six, part one. Mm-hmm. We'll just say the show part one. Yep. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> um, mostly because I was probably getting annoying saying it. I very much like the moment when we have our first kind of solo victory for Denji. Well, no, I guess in the warehouse and turning into Chainsaw, that was his first victory. And then, uh, Makima shows up, but after defeating the bat demon, okay, or bat devil, sorry, not demon, we call them devils in this show. Mm-hmm. And he says, Oh, oh, yeah. And then his <laughs> arm explodes, <laughs> and he's just looking at it with blood coming out, going, Ah, <laughs> phenomenal. Loved that. And again, it's that humor seeping through that is totally from book to screen, the alleyway. The, the goal in which he has, there's a certain humor to the show. And while it is kind of immature, it is fun and it's great to see. So his arm getting blasted off and then instantly going into another fight with mm. that like leech oh, devil yeah. or whatever. With the, the nasty sh- tits. With them lips. <laughs> lips and nips. Those are <laughs> the lip nip demon. Uh, he was my boyfriend. Yeah, it was the bad. Yeah. The, uh, devil. Devil. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep saying demon. Crazy. And that fight, you know, we have Denji, who's in a little bit of a mess. He, he can't really transform. He's a little bit worn out. And so he's having to fight this thing. And just kind of there was a little behind the scenes they had shown. I guess a lot of the animators on Twitter are willing to show their pre-production and show their um, keyframes for their animation and just showing the process. And they're doing great. I think the utilization of 3D programs to at least get your primitive objects in there and to get camera moves in and then drawing over it is leading to some great stuff not in episode one i will say that (laughs) one last time but the rest of the episodes it's been great even his transformation and everything the pacing oh solid what about yourself is there a moment that one through six that you're like you know what i think i'm really gonna like this show um I mean, from the get-go, I figured, I mean, episode one, I was a little questioning, but um, because I loved the source material so much, I figured the show couldn't fail me too much to not enjoy watching it, if you get what I mean. Sure. Um, I think my favorite part watching from manga to screen was when Power moves into their apartment because, um, you know... One, she's a girl, and two, just her personality is so op. Even Denji, who lived in squalor, like at yeah. least like bathes regularly, whatever. And I love how Power is obviously not flushing the toilet, and their two boys are absolutely 
fucking disgusted. Yeah. Like flush the toilet after you go and like you stink. You need a bath. Like it's just I love seeing their infighting. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, Aki's in. even trying to get them to eat right. It's like seeing someone suddenly to have adopted twins that are <laughs> nuts. <laughs> and so, you know, her, I hate vegetables, be gone. And she's just throwing shit and then denji who is like a psycho for food at this point is like carrot yeah <laughs> he loves it you know and and of course the i'm of power i i'm uh i seldom bathe like take a bath yeah you stink yeah yeah and then the toilet i'm someone who f- seldom and this is from the manga the toilet i'm the type who seldom flushes turds <laughs> to which denji uh Aki says flush it and then Denji, who had just previously said, you stink, says it stinks. It is so, the humor's great. And and apparently they have a cat. Yeah, because I mean, if Meowies is there, that means they oh. have a cat too, mm-hmm. which we've been over that, everyone. Jeez. So yeah. That, that litter box smells like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was something I was hesitant to bring up, but um, not that it's a favorite moment. It's not one that I love, but at the effectiveness of it and, and really setting up. Because uh, initially when Aki is brought onto screen we get a feeling of oh this guy's kind of a dickhead he's a little bit too much um you know he's a bit of a square let's let denji have some fun then we start getting the motives and we get the scene before they go into the hotel or at least this is the manga they've been pretty truthful so i'm gonna go ahead and assume Mm -hmm. that this is the proper order but the scene of going aki's flashback and the scene with him and his brother and then the cut to the home and it getting absolutely bamboozled, blasted. Yeah. East to west, that fucker was gone. Yeah. And it is just as jarring in the show as it is as the entire full page art in the manga. And it was, I am confirming right now, it was episode five. Great. Right before they go into the hotel. So you were correct. The faith, the faithfulness of manga to screen has been great. Yes. Yes. And almost to, to the T where it's like, again, and I'll always respect people bringing it from book to screen, but there are some anime and it's so faithful that I'm like, well, no wonder they were able to churn this out so hard because they've got, uh, they've got every moment they need and there's not much filler in this. So they're just ripping through this book. Mm-hmm. Another great moment, obviously, and it's to, to really seal in this dynamic of our, our trio is I love when, you know, I wish, when Aki is trying to plead with them almost after that first night in the hotel, not hotel, but in his house, and he's like, you know, didn't I tell you guys to speak respectively? And they're like, ha-ha. And then they just go and say, you know, Power's saying, humans are arrogant fools. And Denji's like, who would (laughs) suck up to you if it doesn't get him anything? And they're just being crazy. And then he just simply does, Aki doesn't say a word. He just holds up two sticks of gum. And suddenly they're on their best behavior, being respectful. And then now it's time to go into the the hotel. Mm -hmm. The hotel being our first really major cliffhanger of the show. Before it was like, I can't wait for next week. But then the cliffhanger at, of where we're actually going up to episode six, the cliffhanger, Denji jumps into the mouth of the eternity demon devil. Holy shit. (laughs) My gosh. Um, (laughs) How do you do it? How do you handle this? I, I don't know, honey. 
I'm at my wit's end right now. No. If you say demon one more time. Oh, no. <laughs> then it's a Nerf gun shot to the face. Uh, what what a, a cliffhanger. And I know anime is known for that, but I'm like, oh, shit. I knew, because at the beginning of that episode, I knew exactly where it was yeah. going to end. That is the one thing with the manga I'm not very too fond of, because when an episode starts with something, I'm like, oh, shit, I know where this is going to end. Yeah. Um. But nevertheless, still very enjoyable. Big fan of it. As you said in the beginning or near the beginning of this episode, the first part of season one of Chainsaw Man is definitely it's the slow burn. You're getting all the details, everyone's backstory, or at least like a motivation like Aki. Why is he trying to find the gun devil? Um, Himino, how many... um, Partners. How many partners she's gone through. You keep getting hints of that. Obviously, Denji's backstory. We don't really see much of power. We kind of see her as she's first a fiend and then she finds Miaoi, but not too much like meat and potatoes with her. She's just kind of who she is. Sure. Um, and then a little bit with, um, who's that annoying girl? Um, Cobain. Not, you kind of just get a little bit. Oh, Cobini. Mm-hmm. Cobeni. Yeah. And um, very much that slow burn to where I cannot wait to talk about the second half because it is going to be so lit. Right. Well, and even in, I mean, credit where credit's due. Part, part one, as we're discussing, it's not lost. I'm not saying, oh, part two is where this show ramps up because this show certainly ramps up. The first three episodes were given a pace that is just like a very lax. It's very much based in the humor. Um, we're kind of waiting to get into the action, and then we'll get some action and, and be fine with it. Uh, Himino is great, you know, even just like upping the stakes when it comes to the hotel. Oh, someone gets a kiss from me. Which, <laughs> listen, I know you guys are already caught up, but if you're not, I'm not going to spoil it, but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. That ends up <laughs> happening and fucking A, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and going back to the scene that I said that I loved going from the bat theme, bat devil, <laughs> the bat devil um, into the leech devil. If mm-hmm. I mean, if it's even the leech devil, I'm not really 100%. I, yeah, I think it might. The nip devil. The nip. There's, there might be a nipple devil in this world. We don't know. If there's I mean, a tomato there, devil, come on. There's got to be. Yeah. Uh, but also getting that moment of Aki saving them using Khan, the fox devil, that you realize is just an absolute, has a contract with anyone. Yeah, right. Any cute, <clears throat> like, cute attractive boy or whatever i think is what himino says yeah which i mean aki's a stud in his suit we all he know is that a stud um crazy just crazy very i got and i gotta tell you himino one more thing love her she's a little bit of a comedy she cares about aki and getting that backstory on where why she cares about him is great but you know what she cares about him so much that she got him into smoking uh, Himino, the drawing on paper, I'm going to go ahead and give you the seal of not fucking cool, my gal. <laughs> Don't do that to someone whose sword can have in his life, and now you're having him smoke to have in his life. So yeah, let's, right? just, let's just chillax it. Let's relax it. And, um, yes. Makima, a mystery. Honey, it sh- was, it is the leech devil. It is the leech devil. We're still here. We're still in it. While I can't <laughs> seem to stop saying demon, I do have some of my, uh, my eyes dotted and my T's crossed. So we're doing somewhat okay. And I have a feeling, 
And this is going to be me talking in code to my wife, unless you guys are in the know. This is not a spoiler. Relax. Don't run. We're here. I know I wouldn't trust my lips right now either, being on how they've been for the past 50 minutes. Uh, Loosey-goosey, slippy-slippy. But I think I know where season one is going to end. And it is going to be a brutal wait for season two. Mm. We'll have to talk off. Yes, you know what? And it sucks doing the nugget on here. But if you guys know, you know. And actually, uh, if you go into the chainsaw thing and you make sure to put it in the spoilers, again, it is at someone's own risk to be clicking on the spoilers. So Mm -hmm. please, seriously, guys, if you're in the Discord, take them serious because I don't want you mad that you spoiled it and then it was your finger that clicked it. And I'm not going to sit here and rub your back and tell you. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that and some great characters coming up, uh, on this show. And I'm just, just very into it. It's, it's a show I'm genuinely excited for. Um, and it's not even over yet. And it's like, it's it's one of those things that, um, Tuesdays are normally not a great day. I call Tuesdays, um, terrible Tuesday. No, I basically just call them Tuesday Mondays because Mondays aren't that bad. (laughs) I think Tuesdays are Mondays. They're the day that, because when you come back in, you can, you know, talk to the coworkers. What'd you do over the weekend? You know, it kills a little bit of time. You got a lot of emails to go through. Keeps the paces. You got your emails. You got all that stuff. What happened last week? Oh crap. Yeah. I got to finish this. You get the, you get the idea. Tuesday. No, the weekend is far from now. (laughs) And you realize that the belt is buckled. You are in this, you are in this car and you have to wait. Um, you keep basically saying to your, um, to your, uh, mythical imaginative parents at the front of this car. Are we there yet? No bitch. <laughs> it's going to be a long week. <laughs> no bitch. <laughs> you know, um, craziness. Uh, so our stopping point for this season, as we said, is the jump into the mouth. Seeing the escalation. Stopping point for the season, you mean the first Sorry, half? For the first, for this episode. <clears throat> I'm checking you. Check it, baby. I appreciate you. That's why we got you around. You're the smart one around these packs. Oh, thank you. Uh, getting to that point, just the entire hotel scene um, is maybe what was actually given the most time thus far in a particular setting. I feel like the show's been go, 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 but we did have a couple episodes in that hotel is that a hotel, I mean, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's actually probably, I can't say a full, but it spans almost three episodes. No kidding. Yeah. So okay. they enter the hotel midway through episode five. Mm-hmm. Ho- the, all of episode six is the hotel where sure. Denji jumps into the mouth at the end. And then you see the part of the fight in mm-hmm. episode seven. So. Sure. Sure. Uh. And that fight, oh man, can't wait to discuss that too. Hi guys, welcome to an episode of Can't Wait to Discuss It Next Time. <laughs> Holy mother of mercy. Um, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm sure you guys are enjoying it. I'd love to hear what your guys' favorite part thus far has been. Make sure to discuss that with us. We don't just say it to like jog up some interaction in the Discord for the sake of trying to, you know, we need to keep things active. Da, da, da. You guys are great at keeping things active in the discord. The, the waifu polls has been phenomenal. And as I've already said, everyone has been so sweet. Appreciate that. 
And uh, seriously, let us know. I think you guys' opinion is, is great. And I've actually picked up a lot of things that I need to watch, obviously, um, that, I have, that I've been sleeping on. Mm-hmm. Quintessential Quintuplets, the movie, uh, airing this past weekend, I believe, nationwide in select theaters. Uh, and, and our buddy Michael going on a trip. So, you know, obviously, I talk to him all the time. So this was a long week, you know. <laughs> if I'm not talking to my wife, pretend babble talking with Faye. Uh, or talking to my family, I'm talking to Michael a decent amount because we got to talk. You know, we got to talk anime and things of that nature. That that dude managed to go on a trip and go, damn, I'm going to miss the quintessentials thing. Managed to fly in, fucking get to that movie this past this weekend. He got in today and I believe went and, uh, went and saw it. What? He's just living large. Wow. Yeah. To be single and free. That's it. Oh, why? <laughs> Oh, my. oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, hi. Uh, from now on, I'm going to introduce myself as The Shackle. Um, they call him Tommy Shackles. Why? Because his wife fucking wants to get away from him. <laughs> she says he's crazy. <sighs> Unbelievable. Keeps calling devil's demons. Uh, hey. When there's an obvious difference. Guys, I'm assuming I'm going to get a stern talking to after this episode. <laughs> Um, stupid. Uh, what would you say has been the thing that, aside from episode one, disappointing you the most, right? Sure. No, no, we're not, I'm not talking about like, did you think I was going to say, what's the thing about me that disappoints you the most? No, no, no. I, you were starting to ask the question. You weren't at episode one yet when you just said that. And I was just going to shout out cheeseburger. I don't know why I was stupid. I think shouting cheeseburger would have been great. Ow! <laughs> and now you're punching things? <laughs> Whoops. What is going around here? Uh, no, sorry. What was your, uh, other than episode one? Being kind of our most disappointing thing of this first half of sure. the season. Mm-hmm. What is kind of not your favorite moment, but what is the thing that like, has there been a moment that gets you to the point where you're like, this is going to be a show I'm going to rewatch. Like, is there a bit? Well, I guess that would be the favorite moment. Is that a terrible question? I don't know. Like, what about this show makes it so, you know, wh- what gets us excited about Tuesdays? Is it the humor? Is it the action? Is it the familiarity of knowing the story already and being able to say, wow, let's see how they've handled it. What's got, what's got your goat? Um, yes, because nothing is really going to be super like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, I kind of, while my memory is not what it used to be, I have admitted on this podcast, I have a terrible memory. Um, There are, we read this three months ago. Not, it's pretty fresh. It was pretty fresh us reading that to when the show was coming out. Yes, but to give us some excuses as we love to do, um, you know, think tank some excuses for it. We did rip the shit through these mangas we weren't like casually reading it was like a all right let's get to this and then like it was we were addicted it was like shooting heroin into our veins we were like fuck i need to go get the next (laughs) one (laughs) the barnes and noble they're like do do, do you just do you want the the membership (laughs) (laughs) you're just here buying four and five can you just buy the rest while you're here exactly right um anywho i think because i um I think because it was so anticipated mm-hmm. and so hyped, the show, 
um, and because we enjoyed watching it so much. I think that's what makes me want to watch it every Tuesday and I get it and especially for terrible Tuesdays. Um, yeah. I think it's a nice break to the week. Um, so I get excited for that because a lot of times the anime we're watching comes out on a Saturday or Sunday where we're already watching anime on the weekends. So it's a nice break kind of to the week. Um, and yeah, just kind of seeing how the pacing is. They couldn't make it quicker if they tried, but I almost wish we could fit in a little bit more. I, I know. Ah, we like, are part of that problem. More, more, more. Just work longer. <laughs> but I haven't eaten. I don't care. <laughs> Denji doesn't eat either. Um. So, yeah, I mean... It's also been exciting for me because my memory isn't the best and I just have a vague baseline of where the show, you know, is going to go and not specific details. Like when Denji's hand got cut off after the, um, he <laughs> defeats the bat and then the leech devil shows up. I totally forgot that his hand gets cut off. I'm like, wait, what the fuck this happened? You know, like yeah. little things like that is interesting for me. Um, like, Oh, I was almost going to say a spoiler. Careful. Ooh, never mind. Who's the, <laughs> who's the worry here? No, no, no. Um, but yeah, there's just things that happen. It's like, oh, shit, dog. I mm -hmm. forgot. Um, well, the name of episode uh, seven or eight that gave away what was going to be happening oh, at the bar. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Here so, we go again. So there it. That's what it's, that's what's exciting for me. It's fun watching shows like Blue Lock or, you know, like the villainous show, any show where you haven't read the source material. It's still a fun ride. Mob Psycho. Um, mm -hmm. It's still really fun to just sit back and watch what's happening and you don't know what's going to happen. But there's something endearing about watching something that you have really enjoyed reading and Things put to motion change it. Manga, mm -hmm. it is great to let your imagination kind of fill in those gaps. But a lot of the time when you're relaxing, you don't want to even do that. Okay. And so anime just hits. Readers, non-readers, I think it's always enjoyable to get kind of that secondhand. Because, yeah, again, I was the same as you where it's like I loosely remembered a lot of this. but unless it was said to me or was jogged in a certain way, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it would add to the excitement almost. An episode would start, we'd get through the intro scene that was kind of the thing from the previous episode, and then it would start the setup for the, the episode itself, and I'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. ooh, mm -hmm. ooh, dog. Now, I don't want to make this episode too long, and I don't want to go on a long side tangent either. You do you. But why? Are books not faithfully told when making them into a movie versus, and I can't vouch for a lot of mm -hmm. manga to anime, obviously, because I've heard Tokyo Ghoul, the show is not good. I don't Off know. The rails. I don't know. And I did read Tokyo Ghoul and I did enjoy it. I have not finished watching it. I've probably only watched four episodes. That's right. Um, and I don't know if it's just if it's not faithful or the animation is bad or both or a combination of things. But that being said, 
why do movies like if they can do it here, this is a test subject of being pretty faithful to the source material material. (laughs) Why? It's spreading. um, Is it just because in a novel, there's just so much detail that it's hard to fit all that in? I think some of my like, let's give Harry Potter as an example. There are so many sweet and beautiful details in the books that they leave out of the movies that are just why couldn't you have fit that in? It would have been like two seconds. You yeah, know? but as you've seen, those two seconds add up. The Harry Potter movies get long. I think by the end of that series, we're talking two hours plus. No? Uh, it's the difference in medium, too. And I know how obvious that sounds, but what's cool about manga to, to a motion picture is just the fact that you kind of have your storyboard ready. Mm. I think it's a more feasible thing to kind of get right into and get to making it. Whereas a book, not every, there's, while you're still using your imagination to fill in the gaps, you're not using nearly as much imagination, obviously, because those visuals are hand fed to you in this Mm -hmm. in a good way. I mean, you're getting the actual, like the vision of that artist is coming through 100% because they're making you see what they want you to see. Whereas an author is, has got to, lead you on a journey while also giving you the freedom to picture everything, uh, which makes then the casting for the movie, like, you know, it was up to the director to, to really find Daniel Radcliffe and things with Harry Potter, because it's like, you know, they, they nailed it though. I think Hermione, um, what's her name? Emily Watson. Oh, em- Emma Watson, Emma Watson. not mm-hmm. Emily, Emma Watson, Dan Radcliffe. I mean, fricking Rupert Grint is Ron. <laughs> the, the casting in that was phenomenal. And a lot of books, luckily Harry Potter, while describing the scenes, isn't too verbose. I think the books are definitely scene to scene to scene to scene. There are some books and a lot of modern writers, no offense to them, but I just think that teachers aren't doing their jobs as much as they used to, obviously. The, the over description of a particular scene, I feel like a more modern book could easily be translated in a lot more faithfully into a movie now because instead of a half page description of what the doorknob fucking looked like the slippery static it's like hey roll doll or um <laughs> not roll doll i love him as a writer what am i talking about <laughs> dr seuss get your ass moving that's what i meant and i respect seuss but also you know for all the books but i also don't uh going back and read those books because i don't feel like rapping or whatever the fuck poetry <laughs> You know, not snapping my fingers at a coffee shop doing a spoken word. Um, There's nothing better. We do that at work sometimes. Like someone will say something stupid that we'll just snap, 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 snap. That's hilarious. It is pretty decent. Um, Yeah. Uh, So that, and I mean, mean, there's a, a plethora of reasons. I think there's also, I mean, it, when it comes to that movie, um, granted, and this is also based on, uh, what it was an anime at one point, I think, or a manga, uh, the robot girl. What was that movie? Oh, Alita? Alita Battle Angel. Uh, sorry, I don't know too much about the source material, so if I was wrong on that, I mean, I don't know. Yell at your speakers or something. <laughs> I'll hear it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or yell at me in the Discord, as I've said. That movie was in, you know, I think James Cameron had so much interest in it because he had um, seen the source material and loved it to death. Wait, what the hell? 
And I, as I search this movie, <laughs> yeah. new Alita 2 update is the most exciting one yet. So apparently we might get Another. Alita Battle Shoot. And I got to tell you what, and, it's, and some people didn't like the movie. I got to tell you, I was a big fan of the movie. It was I thought good. it was great. Mm -hmm. um, I think we watched it a few times, actually, to yeah. the point where we bought the movie. Yeah, I think we bought it. And you know what? I'm, I'm not even ashamed of it. I think it's, it's very well made. I think it was done with love, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, which is what it needed because he had kind of bought the rights, but couldn't quite get the screenplay down to what he wanted. If I'm remembering the special features correctly, <laughs> special features, baby. <laughs> and so James Cameron had, um, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez, who ended up directing it because it was produced by, uh, the homie James Cameron, who, by the way, hearing great things about Avatar. Actually. Oh yeah. Is it out? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's out quite yet, oh. but that's something we'd also have to Google, but also produced by uh, John Landau. Very interesting. Um, mm. Who is also kind of in certain things, like he's he helped produce Avatar as well and all that stuff. But mm. getting off track, holy mother of mercy, Alita with Robert Rodriguez, who's known for um, such things as, um, why am I blanking? Oh, he did like Machete. He did Predators. Machete. He did... Uh, Planet Terror. I want to say he, oh, he did Sin City. So that's why oh. when I heard he was really trying to get, to get in there, Sin City's a lovely flick. It's a little bit, it's not dated, but I don't know if any of the younger folk even that know That was pretty that. good when we watched it. Phenomenal movie. So stylized, so mm. noir and beautiful. Oh, and also, sorry, I forgot. This is the most crazy fact, and I forgot about this. Um, so bless Robert Rodriguez because he's done some duds. He's the <clears throat> he's the director writer behind The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oof! Twilight <laughs> fans, you're welcome because he gave you Jacob by putting what's his name on the map. True. But Which my sister told me that they almost didn't cast him for the Taylor Lautner. They almost didn't cast him for when he is starting to be a werewolf because he was so skinny and he really fucking like up yeah. to make sure he could continue Steroids, his role. a hell of a drug, <laughs> am I right? But how odd is this to think? The machete thing after he had done Sin City, it doesn't hit as hard, but think about this. He went from, in 2001, doing Spy Kids. <laughs> oh, he did Spy Kids? Yes, he directed, oh. wrote it. <clears throat> and then he went within two years to Once Upon a Time in Mexico and then to two years later to Sin City. Here's the thing. That's some pretty leaps and bounds, actually. The guy slaps. He, I mean, he, he does what he does. Yes, he has also hit some duds. Honestly, I, and that's one of those things. When people are like, well, you know, I really wish, I don't like, I don't like that this movie series kind of slipped. I think Harry Potter is such a rarity because when something gets too many iterations, it gets bad. You know why? Guys, think about this. If I said to you right now, uh, think up a great story. One, the percentage chance of you coming up with one, and no, I'm not making fun of you, but it's very hard to come up with a creative story, obviously. Now imagine that success pops off and I say, do it again, <laughs> do it again, do it again, do it. If you could get a master, if you can get a masterful story, even one out of someone, relax on them a bit, okay? The guy behind Hunter Hunter and the pressure to have continued this, this series, we've defended him before. He doesn't even know us. He doesn't understand this podcast. He doesn't speak English. <laughs> but here he is, you know, being pressured and, you know, the internet's pretty cruel. 
the guy has created two series that are absolutely phenomenal. Give him a minute. Just walk it A, you know, or let it end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, Alita Battle Angel. All full circle, potentially getting a second one. Hmm. Um, and what was the point of bringing up Alita? I know you weren't in my head at the time, but I'm trying to remember. Um... Oh, a faithful adaption. But that's, oh, because oh. talking about how movies come to be. That was, James Cameron could not get this script into a situation where he was like, ah, you know, I, I want this to be a great movie and I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. And that's when, because um, he's friends with Robert Rodriguez. Oh, my gosh. Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> double R. Um, and I guess they were having a conversation at one point and Robert was like, you know, I'd love to take that on. And James is like, if you can get this screenplay down to X amount of pages, it's yours. And he did it. Oh, wow. Well, X amount of pages and keep it great mm-hmm. is what it was. And he did it. And the flick is phenomenal. It's got Christoph Waltz in it. I think Rosa Salazar did great. Um, and I, it She's makes, Alita? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, it makes me want to actually watch that soon. Probably going to do it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, um, I believe, is out. Isn't it supposed to be scary? Um, no, no, it's like PG. Oh. Dark. Oh, okay. Because um, they made a Disney Pinocchio. It's a musical with... fantasy animation is what it's been given. Uh, oh. Is what's been given. Uh, November 9th for limited release, December 9th. Oh, so yesterday was the open release date for streaming we're gonna have to check that out wow they made or maybe they didn't make the because they disney remade their pinocchio into a live action so it's so interesting that del toro did uh, i don't know I when it's stop motion and it looks i think it oh, looks it's stop great. motion yeah everything I or they're so. real people and don't quote me but no i believe it's stop motion oh. everything so i think it's gonna look great oh uh, this is something we i do heard. enjoy a good stop motion Right. Um, this is something through the grapevine, but I know that Winnie the Pooh hit Creative Commons. Like yes. it is so old. Yes. <laughs> that it is in fact. Isn't there a short story horror flick on YouTube? Uh, no, there is a feature length horror slasher <laughs> movie, an hour 30 runtime coming out. Oh. Uh, in February called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Oh, my God. It looks okay. <laughs> it's going to be one of those movies that is, it's, it's going to be so outrageous and probably awful that it's either going to become a situation where it's going to be great because of that. But a lot of times for a bad movie to be great, it needs to be un- unintentionally bad. Tommy Wiseau didn't, you know, he now says, no, I meant for the room to be a bad movie. No, he didn't mean for it to be that bad. <laughs> so if this is self-aware and is trying to be bad for the sake of being bad, it's going to suck ass. It's going to plummet. And honestly, people are going to watch it because how outrageous does that sound? Sure. Um, it follows Pooh and Piglet as they go on a oh. rampage after <gasps> Christopher Robin abandons them. It's them going on a killing spree oh because my. Christopher Robin, I got rid of him. 
That's well, that's why I've never gotten rid of my toys right there. Now, feral <laughs> and bloodthirsty Winnie the Pooh and Piglet terrorize Christopher Robin and a group of young women in a remote oh. house. Oh, young women. Oh, no. What did they do? Apparently hung out with Christopher Robin. Oh, you no. are who you hang out with. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The story of how Winnie the Pooh actually came around is very charming. Yeah. If you if if we remember, we should talk about that. Okay. Because um, I do want to wind down. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, appreciate we've got, We've kept you guys hostage. <laughs> certainly, certainly. And I hope this episode's been decent. I think we did talk about the show a fair amount. You know what? And for this- It took us a while to get there, this but- this podcast, I think we did it. Now, my last point that I'm going to say, um, happy birthday to my buddy Andrew. It was his birthday yesterday. Went out and uh, celebrated that. I forgot that's- it's just absolutely chaos in public now that the holidays have begun and people need to get presents for the people uh, that they love. And um, we went to the, the hobby town and I got me an, a high grade Thunderbolt Gundam worth it. Thanks to the love of my life, Danielle, for allowing me to buy plastic molds that I can cut and put and create a <laughs> robot with. Um, it's pretty badass, though. You'll agree. It it's pretty dope. And we loved Thunderbolt. And we guess what? We did an episode on Thunderbolt. And oh, if you don't man. know anything about Gundam, we actually did. We don't do it really anymore because of the music rights and stuff are very touchy. Yep. Um, but we actually have some sound clips in there. Yeah. It's actually that and our G Gundam episode are probably two of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I love them, and you know. Having Joe's expertise on the Gundams, I mean, it's yes, he's perfect. on both of those. That's perfect. Uh, G Gundam, I could go at lengths. Love that freaking show. Love. Uh, you know what else I love? I love letting you guys um, <laughs> out of your shackles. Okay. <laughs> uh, we've held you hostage. We appreciate that you've made it to this point. If you've made it to this point, my gosh, you have to be a great friend of the show. Uh, as always, very much appreciate you. Uh, getting to this point, and uh, we hope that this was a good one for you. Now, looking ahead, don't worry. We, we've been really trying to reference that schedule that we, it's, it's like that fake schedule that we kind of bring up that doesn't exist, but it does exist, but we keep having instances where we have to deter from it. <laughs> um, it is there. We are slowly actually, I believe, on trajectory to start meshing up with it and, and going <laughs> forward. <laughs> Um, so a schedule in 2023 is a very viable thing. And um, we're just going to start the new year off with a schedule. Why not? I think that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We haven't had one yet. I'm sure, uh, you know, <laughs> as frustrating as it is, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, but we are massive fans of you. And I hope that you are somewhat fans of us. This podcast is nothing without everyone listening. Tell your friends, tell your family. Hey. Uh, granddad, I know you hate the cartoons I watch, but have you wanted to listen to people talk about the cartoons I watch? This is the podcast, and I hope that Granddad loves it. That's it. We get out of here. Have a great day, and uh, we'll we'll see you next Monday per usual. Uh, well, that's see you, but oh my, you get it, you get it. Anyways, you know what else they get? They get a goodbye from Danielle. And you'll send them out. Um, and then we'll 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 get out of here. Bye guys. <laughs>